welcome to the Built Different Podcast. Let's get it. Welcome everybody to the Built Different Podcast. <laughs> this is a special edition. I think this is episode nine. Uh, Wolfie is a very courageous, courageous co-host today because we just wrapped up with the first round. Oh, man. We have a lot to talk about. Wolfie's joining us for the beginning. He's going to depart after a while. You know, we don't blame him. He's a big diehard Mets fan. We get it. We've all been there. So, Wolfie, why don't you lead us off with an opening take, man? The floor is completely yours. It's just here we are. The wild card series have wrapped up. And everything that we expected happened, which is the Mets blew it. And it sucks because not only did we blow the regular season in the division going into that Brave series, the second to last series of the year, we then blew it again in the wild card series. And that's not even to negate that the fact that the Padres are a good team, but it's more that everything that happened the last month that showed what kind of team we are, where we can't come through clutch, and the one team, out of every team we played this year, there's only one team we've had a negative record against, other than the Braves, and that was the Padres. And what do you know? That's the team we play in the playoffs, and we did exactly what I said. We would lose to Darvish, we would beat Snell, but we can't beat Musgrove. Their bullpen wasn't great, but that wasn't the point. Guys like Machado stepped up. I mean, to their defense, they did go out and get Bell and Soto and Hayter, and those guys had moments, but you just didn't come through clutch. And now with losing all the guys you lose going into next year, to see you rebound and spend them. And it's not even about Steve Cohen spending money. It's that the guys that you are going to bring back are going to demand such a high price that it's not like you're getting... $15 $15 million players a year or $20 million, you're talking about 30 to 40 and like you can only add so many players. So the fact that we're not even two weeks into October and we're already thinking about the next season is just depressing. It's like I, I thought I'd be more angry, but it's not like we've lost it like a blown save or, you know, a strike three like a Carlos Beltran thing. Like that made me angry. This is more depressing. And it sucks because even when you have their second best franchise record regular season ever, you're already bounced in the wild card round. And it's like, I don't know where you go forward from here. Like, it's almost like even if Judge was in the lineup, I don't even think that would have mattered. It's like, I don't know what you do. Like, you guys asked me before the episode started, do you rebuild? I don't even know if it's like a rebuild issue. It's like a... So you like guys a, gotta just get like out of New York, change the team name. Relocate. Dude, there's a curse. <laughs> change <laughs> the colors. Las Vegas. And, and Las it Vegas. sucks is, even with my, my brother and dad actually went to the game yesterday, and I actually know a miserable Mets guy did and a couple other people I know. And even on Twitter, all these Mets players are saying, oh, the fans need to hype it up. That place was rocking this weekend. Like, you literally were given the spotlight. You were primed. You were the only game on tonight. And you still blew it in the limelight. So I don't want to hear, like, this whole talk of, like, oh, we're waiting for the playoffs. Once the postseason, like, it doesn't matter. And it sucks because you just played a 101 win regular season and three days into the playoffs you're already bounced. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing all year? Like, where do we even go from here? Like, I don't even know where you fix it. It's almost like like a whole team problem. It's not like one – like. You guys talked about the Red Sox this year where it's like, oh, we need bullpen help, we need pitching help, like our bats are fine. I don't even know where the fuck we're wrong. It's like the whole team's wrong. Like, I, it's so depressing, especially in a year where you thought we were going to do something. I'm not even saying World Series win, but you got bounced in the wild. I wasn't even expecting to be in the wild cards. It's just, what the fuck, right. man? Like, what a, what a way to end the season. Like, I almost would have rather us, like, like, not even... I don't want to even say not get in the playoffs. I would have been Vegas worse, but it's like maybe if I lost to the Braves in like a series or something, it would have been better. Like the Dodgers, but like the the wild card man, like I am. I feel like how a Cardinals fan feels like right now. Except the Cardinals have you know championships and recent. No, okay, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But 
Actually, I don't know. You know, I'll give a while for that too. <laughs> you know, I mean, for me, Wolf, I'm I'm sorry. I'm not. I I don't channel any of this towards you or Mets fans. Well, some Mets fans, but I channel this more towards the Mets. This is the first year in my entire life that I believed that the Mets were gonna do fucking anything. <laughs> I was fully. Like, yeah, the Mets are going to win the World Series. I believe it. They got that magic. They got the Yo, I said the Mets and the Cardinals got the magic, and they got fucked. (laughs) I love me. (laughs) I love me. But, you know, when it comes to the Mets, I mean, wow. I don't – Wolfie, you know, I'm honestly – I know I kind of begged you to get on the podcast, but I'm still surprised you even showed because me – not going to lie, boys, I would have been... With the way the season ended, going from being top of the NL East the whole year long, you lose it in the last week by getting swept by the Braves, and then you just go into the wild card series and get beaten by the Padres. A, a team that people should have seen coming, like we should have seen coming, but I didn't. I can just simply admit that I didn't see this coming. Uh, but I should have because it's the Mets. That's all I gotta say. It's the Mets, but hey, at least the ground performed well for this new contract he's gonna get with the Angels. So, <laughs> I guess he will love that. You know what the thing is too? They kind of almost remind me of how the Yankees played this year, to where they everybody was so good at the beginning of the year, to where once they got into like July and August and September, even dude they got swept in the Cubs series. Like that should have been like, I don't understand how they were favorites, even when they had. The loss in Degrom was pitching. I get it's Degrom, dude. They were still the betting favorites to win. It's like I don't understand, like how all of a sudden, like, like the flaws weren't like mainstream. Like, it, I obviously you guys are Mets fans, so you didn't watch every day. But like, once I saw them like start losing to teams like the Pirates and the Cubs, it's like <coughs> I knew there was something wrong. Like, the I know we joked that one time we were like, we were like oh, C.J. Abrams and the Nationals <laughs> came through. But, like, we joked about that. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, yo, is no one, like, realizing what's going on right here? Like, we're about to freaking lose the division. And we go into the division against the Padres, and every single game in a row, we're the betting favorites after we just got swept by the fucking Cubs? Like, I dude, I saw this coming from a fucking mile away. And it's crazy because if you guys if you guys took one game from that Cubs series, just one, you guys wouldn't have even been put in this position. The Braves would have. Or even one from the Braves or one from the Pirates. <laughs> the Nationals. The, the Marlins. <laughs> the Marlins. The Yankees. Everybody. Anybody. Just, just one, one more game. win. But uh one game. All yeah, I mean My actual opinion is, you know. I love this for the Padres, you know, kind of switching the, the spotlight to the Padres because they have that kind of team where if they're activated, they're kind of one of the best teams in the league, and we got to see that. Now, you Darvish, I mean, I think we all kind of expected him to light up the Mets, but Musgrove, that came out of nowhere. That, that, that I can admit, did come out of nowhere. I mean, he's that, he's that motherfucker, though. He's always I mean, he's, that he's the guy that, yeah, he's that motherfucker, and it just so happened to be the Mets. And I'm sorry, Wolfie. Been rid of his career. <laughs> no, and that they they said is it was two uh, two thousand five hundred and fifty, and tonight he threw twenty nine hundred. Where the fuck yeah. did that come from? It's the Mets. Adrenaline. Curse. My curse. Like, <laughs> Adrenaline like, and the Mets curse. Like someone was like, like blowing on the curveball somewhere in the fucking clock. For I lose this <laughs> thought, you know. I don't know what's more disappointing: the Mets shitting the bed after having a wonderful year. Or, you know, my father walking out on us as a family. But, you know, there's always next year. You never know what you get next year. And I hope and it's crazy because it's crazy because I would sit here and say the two really have no comparison. But it's like your dad walking away was like the most recent thing to happen than the Mets championship. So he saw the Mets win the championship, <laughs> which is crazy. Great. So he saw so that ball on the back, butler. That's my win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why. That's why they have it. We're gonna um, go find Devonte's dad. <laughs> so the Mets can win a championship. Holy shit! 
Well, we're gonna find him so that the Mets can win the championship. <laughs> Bring him back from the yard because he got deported. <laughs> he stopped. <laughs> But yo, Chris, what's up, man? How do you feel about that Mets Padres series? I'm still just flabbergasted. That's the word right there, flabbergasted. Yeah, you know, I I picked the Padres. I think all of you guys picked the Mets, and this is just the fall of of one new. Yo, Chris season. is fucking smart. Is this one? Is just or one more New York team to go? And uh, Facts. again, wow, he predicted the fall in New York, too. Oh, my God, dude. Somebody protect this guy. They're coming for you, Chris. The MLB is going to send assassins to your fucking house. Right, got to protect this man at all costs. Thank God my brother and dad are tonight. I don't know if they would have came home. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> is it that dire out there for Mets fans? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> We, we can touch back on the, the Padres and the Mets. Uh, so to make a quick transition, the, the Phillies and the Cardinals. So this series right here, uh, game one, it's, it kind of goes back to what I said. I said between Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, they can easily win a wild card series if one pitch is dominant and then a collapse happens. But it kind of happened reverse. Game one, the Cardinals absolutely collapsed. And then game two, Nola absolutely shut down. Well, Aaron Nola plus their bullpen absolutely shut down the Cardinals. Uh, you know, Wolfie, how how'd you feel about seeing the Phillies win the, the wild card series? You know what it is? <laughs> That's crazy. I know. I'm just realizing the Phillies advance, but the Mets didn't. And you know what it is, too? I'm almost not, like, upset. I'm almost more, like, stunned. Where it's like, I don't want the Phillies to have success. But it's almost like the fact that they overtook the Cardinals, which not just us, but everybody was like, oh, you know, Goldschmidt, Arenado, you know, Wainwright, Yachty's last season, Pujols. Like, we all talked, Helsley, like, and all of a sudden you have Nola show up, Wheeler show up. They come back in the ninth inning against one of the top coaches in baseball. Wolf, Bryce they're Harper go, now. They're about to go play, yeah, and they're about to go take on the Braves. Like, if you would have told me Braves and Phillies were going to be in the uh, the NLCS or DS, whatever, DS, like, I would not have believed you. Like, DS, DS, especially DS. knowing that the Padres and Cardinals are in the wild card, too. It's like a shocking turn of events. And it's almost at the point now where, you know what, anything can happen. Because the guys that actually stepped up, like Gene Segura the other day, stepped up, it wasn't even Bryce Harper. It wasn't Kyle Schwarber. It wasn't Nick Castellanos. Like, you have Bohm doing good. Uh, obviously Hoskins and Stott are still there. Like, you have their whole team coming together. And they actually have a good hitting team, which is the one thing we said. The one thing we actually thought was going to be bad was their bullpen. And their bullpen was reliable. Their starting pitching did and good, which we thought would. And their bats did good. So, good And that was the whole thing, because I remember when we, when we did the preview to that series, and I was like, I think I made a mention, like, Wainwright was the game one starter, or whoever was the game one starter, and I was like, well, the Cardinals don't have a better team, but they got the magic, baby. Um, and, wow, yeah, they do not have a good team. I mean, it kind of got highlighted, especially after Helsley went down, um, that they don't, you know, they don't have too good of a bullpen past him. Their starters on paper, just they don't match up well with almost any team that was there. Their lineup outside of Goldschmidt and Arenado struggled a lot this year. Uh, literally, they had Albert Pujols keeping their entire, like, fucking franchise on his back, like a 43-year-old man with a broken back and broken feet and broken ass bones. I don't know. He's going to have to get, like, reconstructive surgery on a whole, like, lower half of his body. Besides his penis, because that's still, like, 10 inches, but... Man, it's bittersweet at the end of the day because, you know, the Cardinals came... They did what they could the first game, and then Hosey's like, here, I don't want it enough. And they put up, what, seven runs in one inning? Or was it six? I forgot what it was. Just a whole bunch of disaster from the Cardinals. Boy. <laughs> that yeah. was one of the ugliest innings I have ever watched as a baseball fan, I think. That was depressing. Because yeah. even Arenado made an error, and that was crazy to see. I don't even know what he was doing. He just, like, waved his glove as the at the ball as it was coming by. I was like, what the fuck kind of attempt was that? Yeah, that and Paul Goldschmidt trying to turn two, throwing home, and the guy was already there. Like, 
I understand you're a phenomenal first baseman, one of the best in the game, but like. At least touch first know. before you fucking do that. Exactly. He was like, right there. Like, you were the, right one there. One of the best first basemen in the game, and you didn't think just to step on one, go two. Yeah. But, or, I mean, uh, at the very least, step on one coming. before anything. Facts. Uh, well, just bittersweet. Those dudes. Did you see that they've that never made it to the NLCS. Like, <laughs> Dude, I just saw small town <laughs> players, baby. Wow, yeah, the small town players went to the big city team and did small market things. <laughs> right. You got a I mean fundamentals. I I don't think I mean we're we're gonna preview this anyway. I don't I don't see the Philly season going much further than this. For the Cardinals, I mean Damn, I mean, we, we were all, I mean, me, I'll speak for myself, I was pretty blinded by the whole Pujols, Yachty, Wainwright thing, but there was something oddly satisfying about watching Yachty strike out with two runners <laughs> yeah, on to end game one. Bittersweet for me, for him hey, to strike man, out man. and just, like, hit line drives, pop-ups, and not do nothing, it's like, come on, bro. He didn't have the best year, but what would you really expect? I'm just saying, I'll... Of all the times Arenado yelled at his Rocky teammates, like, I want to win! And then, like, you just... Whatever. <laughs> well, it was like that. It was like... Like, Goldschmidt did it. Arenado did it. You both are damn near MVPs. You have a decent team. You won the division. And you got rocked by the Phillies. It wasn't like even like... By the Phillies? runs. But you didn't get rocked by, by the, the Dodgers, by the Mets, by the Braves. It was the fucking Phillies. And Halsey. He rocked his own team. What a, what a that good, was uh, just a win for them. So I will, I'm going to address that, that Helsley thing. So a lot of people are like, the Car- some Cardinals fans are trying to chalk it up as he, he was injured. Um, mm-hmm. Others, the you know, they're saying like, but but my thing is is like yeah I get he's injured but as a ball player you have to let your team know that you're hurt before it spirals to a point where now now they just lose because of your injury. Indeed, but it's so in my opinion either time. way it's on him. It's the ego at the same time. What being a play, being a player. But yeah, no, but that's you know, your ego. ego but at role. the end of the day, it's like you you can't throw this whole series on one injury because he got oh. injured and still pitched to four or five more batters after that. What about Scherzer? They should have pulled Scherzer them early. Might have did the same thing. So we we got a notific I got a notification just now that said that Scherzer keeps it real after Mets season ends in pain. A kick in the balls. Man, I wouldn't if I'm Max Scherzer, I'm not talking to anybody. Buddy, you gave up seven <laughs> you gave up seven, he man. Definitely hurt and he doesn't want to admit it. But it's and like it's like I was I don't know. I don't think I don't think Scherzer can pitch deep into seasons anymore. I mean, I think his age is finally caught up because um, he, you know, he got the dead arm last year, and then this. I wouldn't be surprised if they called the dead arm this year. Dead something. Dead, dead fucking on. spirit. He got dead bodies. Dead on. ass. Dead. I remember when they said that about Nathan Eovaldi. I was like, what the fuck you mean, dead bodies? What the fuck is that even? Mean? I'm just. I'm sorry, Wolf, but yeah. like. He's got he's got fucking rigor mortis. Right. If you guys no. can't see what it says, it says, that was a fail. I, Thomas, like to eat apps. That's crazy. It said the mutts, but you know. Yeah. The butts? So anyone else have any opinions on that Phillies and Cardinals series? I mean, wow. Yeah. Only thing hurt is his ego. Because he sucked. What's up? Who? Oh. Fake injury. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Only thing hurt was his ego. What a way for Pujols to go out, though. That whole story. Just, Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Does this work? Yeah. Yes, the mutts. Oh, there we go. I like the that. Mutts. I like that. There we go. The mutts. The mutts. I I, yeah, I got, mad, I got mad at these drawing boards, bro. Having a daughter is fucking lit. No, like, I just I got mad at them. <laughs> like, give me your... Give me your crayons. It's my turn. Word of the day. But no, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think it was a hurt ego. I mean, numbness in his hand, whatever. But like, as a ball player, as a team that's winning the game at the time, you got to remove yourself from the game if you're hurt, especially hurt on that level. If your hands are numb, that means you fucking threw out your whole arm, you idiot. Yo, that was fucking so, crazy. I'm glad we talked yeah. about that now because, bro, 
I can't so feel nothing. What the fuck? Why are you out there? <laughs> why, are, why are you still pitching? Why are you? Why does nobody understand, like, to take him out either? Like, you just, you're watching your closer literally decapitate in front of your very eyes, and you're just like, yeah, keep going. Base is loaded, keep fucking going. Oh, you walked in a run, keep fucking moving, buddy. We believe in you. 99 miles an hour and just hit 69 on the next one, and nobody was just like, what the fuck just happened there? Was that a fastball? Was that an EFIS pitch? I didn't even know. No, they were like, ah, he's just fucking with us. He's keeping it exciting. He's just fucking with us. Like... Alright, so the Guardians and the Rays, Chris. Actually, why don't why don't you lead us off, man? Yeah. Guardians, Guardians and the Rays. Rays. You know, the series happened just like uh, just like I said it was gonna happen. You know, Bieber <laughs> came out, pitched well. Ramirez came up big, and then then the second Bieber. Game. My what I love is like Bieber didn't pitch well, like just well. He pitched like fucking. Chef's kiss, honestly. That was... That's what you... As a Guardians fan that actually, like, feels like they have a chance to make a run, that's what you want to see is Bieber just coming out, fucking pulling out his horse cock and just fucking slapping it all over Tampa in their shitty stadium and their shitty fans. Damn, why gotta be a horse? If they have any fans. That's crazy. Looked like an ace. Oh, you gotta be all uh... descriptive like that. Was it (laughs) painting? Yeah, bro. I just hope he it's not 2017 all over again with the Indies versus the Yankees. I mean, he he let Jose Siri take him deep, but like, yeah, you know, Siri but that was it was. I mean, it was only a solo shot, though. You know, that's good. It was it wasn't yeah. like you know two on three on to put them at a deficit. It was a low scoring game. You know, good or good bad or good pitching well, all around for most of, most of the two games. Dude, yep. 15 innings and then, uh, and just throwing shutout ball is impressive. Right. 15. And McKenzie played well. Yep. Is what They played, what, 24 Oscar, innings? Oscar Gonzalez got oh, you your, your walk-off. You I said see. Oscar Gonzalez was going to have the big hit. And they played right. 24 Oscar innings and scored, Gonzalez, what, only yeah. five runs? That's what it was? All together? Yeah. Well, that that's the thing is that the I think like three the three games that they played before this one this series they were all two to one Guardians mm-hmm. victories, and then they won two to one in the game one and then they won one to nothing, but I I just I think like this is the last team that the fucking New York Yankees want to see right now, I think if there's one team that you really just don't want to see it's those Guardians because they again I don't know if you guys remember earlier in the year when the you know, Miles Straw was up there in the in the bleacher creatures, like, oh yeah, hit me, hit me, like he was fighting with the fans. Uh, yeah, Oscar Gonzalez, he was there. Everyone was there, man. But besides Fran, well, Framil Reyes was there at the time. Now he's not, which is sad. I like that guy. He's hurt. But uh, no, he's just not there. They waved him. Shit, I don't know. I think he's a cub or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, my thing is, like, the Guardians, you you see exactly what you wanted to see. Your starters performed well under pressure. You know, your bullpen came out. They did their thing. Jose Ramirez had the biggest hit, in my opinion, in the whole series. Because um, I don't know if they, they – maybe they lose one nothing if he doesn't hit that home run in game one. Uh and then Oscar Gonzalez, you know, your pitching gave you a shot all the way till the 15th inning. And now you're going to get this rest, and you're going to go into this series against the Yankees with so much momentum. And it's not like you're going to be in New York all those games. You are going to get two games in, in Cleveland. So, yeah. They did it in front of their fans. They, got, they took care of the trash. They took care of the one team that would have made this whole playoffs trash, which was the Rays. And they, they did their thing. Wolfie, what you got? You know what's sick about the Guardians is that they're just on this roll that we thought they'd be on and they didn't stop. They just went in and took two games from the Rays. Their starting pitching was like, just phenomenal. Like nobody's uh, business either. <laughs> yeah, and the only thing that scares me is they're hitting. But at the same time, let's not negate that the Rays have some of the best pitching in the American League. But at the same time, if you're a Rays fan... You got to be a little worried. Not only did you get swept in the wild card postseason, but you also lost <laughs> the last three games of the year. So you're on a five game losing streak to end the year. 
You have no power bats. You have no star bats that like really came through. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, not Adamus. Uh, Wander Franco is like you know a good rookie. They still have a Rosa Reina, but they don't really have like an Aaron Judge. You know, uh, Jose Ramirez kind of like bat. So if I'm a Rays fan, I'm worried. But if you're a Guardians fan with Terry Francona behind the helm and that pitching the way they are with yeah, that Jose too, Ramirez, Terry Francona, I love that guy. Them. So I, th- I think they're going to be, you know, they have they have the ability to go forward. Is it an overpowering hitting juggernaut of a team? No, but they have enough pitching to where they could steal some games and some series. So Devontae, man, Guardians raise. One of my favorite series. Because Shane Bieber, wow, made us a believer. What a stud, yo. What a way to just, like, take the team, put us on their back, and just, like, let's go to the promised land. And then, you know, like I said on the last podcast, don't sleep on Dominican Republic's own Jose Ramirez, you know. He really put the backpack on. And I'm tempted right now to put my girl's backpack on to be on some door for shit. You won't. Damn. <laughs> I can't find the strap. Bro, know. the sirens, they're like, oh, Devontae's put on the book bag with a Ho- wife beater. That's Ho- crazy. Jose Ramirez came up to the plate and he said, yo, I got this. We going to the promised land. And in, 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 typical, in typical Ray's fashion, they replayed if dude stepped on second base or not like that was such a raised thing to do was to just stop the whole fucking game for 10 minutes knowing damn well they it was a home run and they all stepped on their bases and everything exactly just to kill the momentum it makes it makes sense though it's baseball no yeah but like it's just such a raised thing to do but i'm glad you know (laughs) it had to happen to the raise fuck the raise and the Blue Jays especially as well because they just yes. walked all over the Red Sox this year. And now they got walked on in the playoff. Fuck them. So, yeah. So, speaking of. It's great. Quick quick little transition. I like that, Devontae. The, the, the Blue Jays and the Mariners. Man, the Mariners. I sat here and said they were going to get fucked up. I don't, I don't even know what to say because... Like wow, and they came back from an eight to one deficit. And what, like, we knew they were clutch, but that's like Papa Julio. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Yo, Wolf, hit hit us with your take on that. So I I was actually in the same boat as you. I thought the uh, the Blue Jays were gonna take the series. I thought they were uh, hitting was going to come through a lot more. Look at Chris. Chris is just fucking... Chris is Fuck. loving it. He's just sitting here just... Fuck Chris it. said all the, the AL East is just burning down easily. It's crazy. To, uh, to our defense, though, Saxby, is that we both said the same thing, is that we didn't see the Mariners necessarily losing, is that maybe the Blue Jays just being better. We wanted the Mariners to win, and there was a chance we thought J-Rob was going to come through, and the pitching was going to come through, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, we talked about it, like, I think... Luis Castillo. When, yeah, Luis Castillo, their bullpen, their other starters, uh, their s- scrappy, you know, good rookies and bats and... Damn. Uh, oh, my God, Chris, you're... I was wrong in three of these four series. I mean, That's crazy. <laughs> and it's wild, is that because... <laughs> Pretty much the majority of you guys brought up the fact that they have the most comebacks, and that's exactly what they did. It's a record in the postseason for it. So everything that we kind of have seen throughout the regular season and watched, it just stayed season, true. Almost, like, it both, just and, and we almost didn't believe it was going to happen. We we're just like, no, you know, it's the postseason, the Blue Jays, and the home record, and nope. And yeah, that that was that was my thing. I think honestly, Luis Castillo gets gets the MVP before everyone. Um, Cause like we said, the Mariners needed that ace. They needed they needed that number one guy. This is what they traded those prospects for. Um, and it, at least I got one thing right. When we we can kind of dial it back to the episode after he was traded for, and I said this is the exact guy that you're gonna want in a big game situation. 
and it was going to be Luis Castillo, and there he was, man, just an absolute maniac, just doing wild shit. Tore down the Jays, ripped out their hearts. I don't even know how you go up 8-1 and blow that lead. <laughs> Yo, Chris is about to shit on the Jays. I can see it's it. It's bright. It's <laughs> bright in here. <laughs> um, but you know what? Real For real, on some real shit, props to the Mariners because they're going to get an opportunity here against the Astros. I mean, I'm maybe I look stupid and say the Astros still win that series, but like they're gonna get a chance here. They're gonna get a chance to write a really phenomenal story. Chris, I feel like you're just you're ready to go. What you got? They're smirking. <laughs> Yo, I'm just gonna say that uh, you know I said exactly what was gonna happen in this series as well. I said um, you know in game one those guys could go the distance. I think I called uh, the big dumper rally hitting a hit coming up big for the Mariners. He hits a <laughs> big dumper hits a home run to, to take the <laughs> take the lead in that game. And then um, I said that the the rest of the series would be a slugfest, and uh, you know, that's what it was in Game Two, a slugfest, and the Mariners outslugged the Blue Jays. Who would have saw it coming? I think um, not many because the lineup on paper, the Blue Jays overwhelmingly probably the best lineup in in the al so kind of kind of shocking but uh also kind of good to see some some fresh teams in the playoffs and some uh hopefully make a run here and uh young teams too so changing of the of the guard as they say i see what you did there Devante. <laughs> i like that you know, as previously mentioned in the last podcast, you know, Toronto does better away than they do home. And they clearly showed that again, time and time again. You know, it's unfortunate to see fucking George Springer get speared in the outfield. Like, what the fuck was Bo Bichette thinking? Bro, That's it was nice. Bo Bichette's ball to fucking like catch. That? It was Bo Bichette's ball to fucking catch. And he decided to run into Springer instead. <laughs> like, it, I felt like, it was almost like it was... Like at first, it wasn't Head it first, wasn't on bro. purpose, but it was just like the ball. Like he wasn't even running towards the ball, bro. He was running towards Springer. The ball landed on the left. Of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the but you know, to add on to you know last podcast, I had also mentioned that they have the most comeback wins, and if I'm not mistaken, they have the seasons season like the his the history's total high. And comeback wins in MLB. I don't know if it's like entire or if it's just the AL, but they're just adding on. And it's really giving me 2013 vibes all over again. But I really like the Houston Astros this year. And you know, one thing I want to say about this this round, this wild card round, is that not only did these teams lose, but the way they lost was so fucking miserable and sad for like each fan base. The like, worst way. The Mets, like, having Scherzer give up seven, and then you just come up completely fucking flat in the third game. Like, a one hit. Like, everything else aside, one hit. That's crazy. Um, the Cardinals, like, Albert Pujols last season, and Helsley dies, and then you don't even put up a run in the second game. Uh, the Rays, I mean, I don't know, 15 runs of not scoring, that's pretty crazy. I, don't, I, I wouldn't even be repping the Rays after that. And then the the Jay, the Blue Jays just yeah Springer getting hurt, you blow an eight one lead. All of that was just super deflating for every single team there. It's crazy. But and this guy blowing on his whole arm in the game talking about I can't feel it. But <laughs> also, also what's crazy is uh you know the Guardians were seven point seven percent or something at the beginning of the year to mm-hmm. make the playoffs. They were the only only home team. To, to win. win. Yeah. All the rest teams were away teams. So. So speaking of, let's uh, let's move to the future. Let's move to what's what now. Let's leave the past in the past. And first series, the Dodgers and the Padres. So what my ask is, is that we just say how we feel and give a prediction, and we just move on. So how I feel. Um, I think this is not the team that the Dodgers want to see. I am going to go on here and make another hot take and say that the Padres are going to win this series. And the reason why I say that is because 
You know who's alive now. You know who's talking shit again. You know who's feeling like himself again. The man that took out Clayton Kershaw himself, Juan Soto. Juan Soto is back, and we're going to see it. He lives for moments like these. Machado lives for these moments. Um, if, if, that's what, if that's what we're going to get out of Blake Snell, like just a, you know, not the worst performance in the world, just enough to get by, I think that's what you would need, and you just get what you can out of – or get the good stuff out of Darvish and out of um, Musgrove. And then don't forget they got Clevenger. So – yeah, I, I like the Padres' chances here. Um, I think they're going to really get all over the Dodgers' pitching and the Dodgers' hitters. It's, you know, fuck Freddie Freeman. Um, I don't think he's motivated. I think he, his head is still in Atlanta. And I, I think they go out. I'm sorry, that's just the way I feel. Trey Turner's not going to hit well. Uh, Mookie Betts is probably going to be – him and Will Smith are going to be the only ones that hit well. Uh, Bellinger's going to strike out, and his helmet's going to fall off one game. Um, and he's going to be lost in the distance and just staring into nothingness. Yeah, and I just think with the emergence of Juan Soto again, along with Manny Machado, man, I'd take those two against anybody. How do you, how you feel, Devontae? Me, personally, I'm still bittersweet. But I would like to see the Dodgers go up four games, you know, three games to one because everybody knows how I feel about Clayton Kershaw. I like to call him Chokesaw and I don't see him coming up big this first game. I hope he does. Don't get me wrong. But like, you know, there's no difference between Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer and and Justin Verlander especially. You know, history has just always repeated itself the last 10 years and He's the last domino into the domino effect of nothingness. But I would love to see Mookie Best continue to rake, go crazy. Um, Freddie Freeman just hit bombs and cry about why he wasn't able to go back to Atlanta. (laughs) And who doesn't want to see fucking Trey Turner just slide like how he slides into these women's DMs. Like, bro, it's phenomenal. For sure. Yo, Yo, Wolf. Uh, as much as I just saw the uh, that's no slide but as much as I uh, just saw the Padres wreck the Mets uh, I I do think the Dodgers are still going to win I'm sipping on the Um, tea and it's (laughs) Machado's been good Bell's been good Soto's been you know Soto but you're talking about Trey Turner Mookie Betts uh Will Smith, Will Smith, Freddie Freeman, Chris Taylor, uh, Gavin Lux, their whole pitching staff, their bullpen, <laughs> Gavin Lux, Max Muncie, even Bellinger obviously has not been great, but you know he's still on the bench with Gallo, your friend Devontae. But uh, yes, you're and a team that technically won a World Series recently goes to the postseason all the time. I actually think like the Padres are the little brother. It's almost like the Yankees to the Mets. So I do think the Padres are going to get stomped. And I also see it like this. The Mets just took a game from the Padres. If the Mets can take a game from the Padres, do you think the Dodgers aren't going to be able to take games from the Padres? Absolutely. Absolutely. They're going to be able to capitalize on the things the Mets couldn't do. And they're going to take over. Uh, That being said, I don't think the Dodgers are unbeatable. I think another team like the Braves could beat them. But the Padres, I don't see it. So I think Yo, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are all going with the Dodgers? <laughs> He's about to spit right now. He about to spit He's crazy. He's like, oh, what's up? I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I feel like evil music just played. Dodgers? Nah, I went with the Padres. Is that, is that the... Alright. Yeah. I mean, I'm going with the Padres as well. You know, last show, I, like I, I picked the Padres over the Let's Mets, as we go. know. And um, and I said, um, if Juan Soto and Manny get hot, you know, we're going to compare them to to uh, Manny Ramirez. Padres, Phillies, Padres, Phillies, so Mariners, play. Guardians, baby segment. That'd be nuts. <laughs> I mean, it'd be cool. To I see think. 
I think what's what was uh, scary to see about the Dodgers was down the stretch they lost a, a very suspect end of the season series to the Rockies where Urias got kind of beat up. Uh, I think with the rest that they just had the momentum that the Padres have right now, I think uh, this is a different. Everybody started the series off, you know, zero on zero. The playoffs, playoffs a different time. I think uh, you know you don't look at your season woes. It's just we're here now, and it's t- it's time to go. And I think uh, you saw Soto was having fun out there, even when he was 0 for four the first game. So I think you you see uh see a a Padres run here and uh fuck Dave Roberts this is this is a big series nonetheless like this was literally the series everybody wanted last year and look how we got it this year and all it took was the sacrificial lamb of Fernando Tatis crazy he could be the Nathan Eovaldi for we know this one should be quick the Phillies and the Braves right I I think the Braves are gonna sweep these guys. I don't see the the Phillies taking a game. I think their their gloriful little run. You know their 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 banner that they're gonna hang up from this whole Bryce Harper era is gonna be this one series that they won against the Cardinals. That's my opinion. <laughs> That's gonna be the banner they're gonna have to show for getting Bryce Harper to a 13 year deal. Um, I just, I don't know, I just, the Braves starters, they're going to overwhelm the Phillies because that's what they have that the Cardinals don't is that their pitchers have good movement. And what comes with good movement is that the Phillies strike out a lot between Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, Castellanos, um, Reese Hoskins, Bohm. They all strike out a lot. It's a recipe for a disaster. Their lineup is going to really, like, as usual, get to Zach Wheeler. Um, Once you get past Zach Wheeler, then you're going to get Nola. So, I mean, it's going to be up to Nola to, I think, win them their only game and at least give them a chance. But I don't, I don't even see that happening. So, Wolf? I think it goes Devontae, my bad. Yeah, Devontae, you go. I, I, I predict the same outcome as the Dodgers and Padres where if they do get a win, it just comes out of, like, an opportunity from certain mistakes. As, you know, we saw in the first game, how it just came down to healthy and... <laughs> Whatever the fuck was wrong with that crazy ass. Inning. But, yeah. like, you never know what to get out of the Phillies. And when you do, like, they just put up seven runs on you, a couple runs on you. And it all comes down to how long the starters go for the Braves. Because, you know, Charlie Martin is there, but he's not all there. Like, he's been in the previous years. But, you know, Postseason, Charlie Morton. So what he did last year, he's, oh my god. Bro, he's about to finesse the shit out of the Phillies' watch. Charlie Morton is gonna be the reason that the Braves move on. No, that's that's wicked. But <laughs> I hope so. That'd be nice. I could see it. Last year, he bowled out with three legs, and one of his legs gave out. It's crazy. <laughs> Yo, Wolf, man, it's you. So, it's it's weird. I feel like if the Padres were playing like someone, or excuse me, uh, the Phillies were playing someone different, like the Mets or uh, maybe even the Padres. I don't want to say Dodgers, maybe, but like the Braves. I just can't see the Braves losing to the Phillies. That being said, though, the Phillies do have a really good lineup. I mean, think about it. One of the best catchers in baseball, Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, Gene Segura when he's good is one of the best like contactors in the game. Yeah, man. Uh, Stott's it's good great. enough for a participation Bowman. trophy for sure. Bowman's good. Their rotation's not. I mean, their top two is good. The rest of it's okay. It's their bullpen. I think it's the shaky part. So while I think it's surprising they beat the Cardinals, and I think they could beat some maybe lower tier playoff teams. There's no way they beat that Braves team. That Acuna, Braves team, three home runs. Pitching's good. The lineup is solid. How's the Albies, Rookies, too. bullpen. I mean, on paper, everything's stack. just better overall Literally. than the Phillies. I don't They're see how the Braves Yo, Chris. Yeah, I don't, I, don't give the, I don't give the Phillies a chance here. 
I think uh, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, the Phillies. Phillies and six. <laughs> six? I don't, I don't so even The Phillies think... are going to need like 27 think, uh, games to pull it off. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's... Honestly, I think it's Braves in three. The reason why is because game one is a, is a really bad setup for the Phillies. They have Suarez going against... Max Fried, 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 however you want to call it. Fried's going to rip them apart. But then, and then it's like, who's who's going to pitch the next game against presumably Strider, who, like you've alluded to, the Phillies strike out a lot. I could see Strider coming out and pitching really well and, and having like a 10 strikeout game as a rookie, um, you know. It, it all depends. It all depends on the bats. I think, uh, you know, the Phillies, the Phillies, or the Braves have been the the hottest team. You know, they just beat the Mets at the end of the season. You know, called called that series. Called them called them beating out the Mets. You know, the collapse of the Mets. I think they they just they're the AL champs, the AL East champs, and. Uh, the Phillies gotta gotta face their 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 owners here. This year. Speaking of the AL East, the Yankees, <laughs> the Yankees versus the Guardians. Like I said, um, you know this is absolutely the worst thing that the Yankees want to see is the Guardians. Um, however, I got the Yankees in four. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Chris. I'm sorry. The entire Guardians bandwagon. I have to. I have to turn my back now. I just. I can't see the Yankees losing to the Guardians. Um, I think they're pitching. I think their pitching has what it takes to overwhelm this team and at least put them in their place. Garrett Cole. I will say, if he has a bad game one, wow, is his legacy completely shattered? And you could just throw that shit away. If Garrett Cole does not perform, he is done. <laughs> his, his story is done. Uh, but I, I think the Yankees win. I think their bullpen gets the job done. Uh, Chapman's not even going to be on any of the playoff rosters, which is hilarious. Because he didn't show up to practice and he didn't have a good excuse. I fucking love that. It's just kind of like, hey, buddy, fuck you. Enjoy free agency. Get the fuck away from us, finally. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean Bieber, he doesn't he doesn't have the best track record at Yankee Stadium. I noticed that, and I believe Game One's gonna be in Yankee Stadium if he's pitching it. Um, if not, he'll be pitching Game Two, which is also in Yankee Stadium. So overall, I think the Yankees take this in four. Um, the Guardians, though, man, I could see them in Game Five in New York just absolutely upsetting Yankee, the Yankees in front of all their fans. <laughs> Uh, so what what you what you got, Chris? What's your what's your big prediction? I mean, what else is there to predict? Terry Francona is gonna beat the Yankees. Yeah, man. I just like every time Terry Francona is brought into the situation, it's just like I want the Guardians to win because that guy deserves it. Like, like I said, box of kittens, man. The Guardians are a box of fucking kittens this year. I love that. Their their <laughs> team's too hot. They're they they just can't. I, I don't think any. I don't think the Yankees can beat them. They're not consistent enough. The Yankees thing to happen for me is that Aaron Judge absolutely shits on the Guardians, but then the Astros absolutely shut down Aaron Judge and the Yankees. That is the most Yankees outcome I can think of. Is that they just dance all over the Guardians but then get absolutely shut down by the Astros. That's only that's kind of one of the only reasons why I think the Yankees are going to win as much as I do cuz yeah, this Guardians team, I mean, they're not a team to fuck around with and it's it's hilarious cuz it's a team without Francisco Lindor, but it's not a team that the Yankees are going to take lightly. You know, you know what else they have too? They have they have LeBron. youth, and they have like they didn't have anybody go down with a big injury or, or like be out for like a super long time this year, and like they're young they they can withstand their bodies are young like they're younger people, they're young and they're fucking on fire right now like 
they they don't think anyone could beat them right now, and I, th- I think the Yankees are gonna take are gonna are gonna take that that's disadvantage. What do you think, Devante? Because the Yankees are old. <laughs> Me personally, man. <laughs> I want to see the Yankees fall. I want to see them crumble. The Indians, well, no, the Guardians. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that word. You cannot say that. Cut. Long live. Long live. Long live. Um, Oh, he got the logo to him. I have to blur that out. So, I would like to see, what is it, five games they play in general? Or is it six? No, it's not six. Five. You were on point with the five-game prediction this whole way through until the series. (laughs) I want to see them go all five games and beat the Yankees. And if they could do it in less, that would be amazing. Because what they have is the upper hand is pitching-wise, you know. Compared to the Yankees, you know, Garrett Cole, we saw what he did last year. They couldn't even contend in the playoffs. He got destroyed by his daddy, Rafael Devers, and, you know, the Red Sox in general. But It's not your 90s Yankees. If you limit at all, if you limit Aaron Judge, who's really going to step up for them? Because as as you've seen, that's the biggest thing that has led them this whole way. From the second half on, Aaron Judge. I don't think Aaron Judge is going to be the same animal he was in the playoffs because it's two different atmospheres. I feel he might be like the new age A-Rod where, you know, you saw A-Rod just destroy the whole season and you're just like, where were you in the playoffs when we needed you most? When we put the bat signals, where were you? You were supposed to be here. But, nah, come on. Don't come on, my no. guy, like that. <laughs> Come on. I like Judge, don't get me wrong, but it's just like, yo, the playoffs is a whole different atmosphere, and this is it, this is what really makes this, a break. Now, the only the thing that, that has me disagreeing with that is that this whole season was a different atmosphere for this guy, and he went and had one of the best seasons we've ever seen. I mean, like, the whole season, like, yeah, like but, all the pressure has already been on him. I think it's just going to be another day at the job until he sees Houston. I hope so, but the thing is, playoffs is different. This it's a whole. Now you're really playing. You're you're really really playing. Like it's do or die. Every game. I just hope for the fucking sake of this guy, Aaron Judge, that somebody else wakes up next to him. Alright, hopefully it's fucking Gleyber Torres. It's gonna be Jose Trevino, four home runs here. Exactly, they're they're too inconsistent. Imagine it's Aaron Hicks. He pulls a Jackie Bradley the and they're JBG. The redemption of fucking Aaron Hicks. But yo, Wolf, what you think? Word. Yankee, oh, Yankees. Hold on. Oh. To, to add on to this, one thing that's going to play a not so big of a big role, I don't know if you guys saw, but they lost um, Aroldis Chapman because he didn't make one of his practices. That's fucking wild. Bro, Aaron Boone is a... If there is one thing that that guy is, he actually is a G. I mean, I don't like the guy. I don't like the way he manages, but... I, I think if there's one thing, he's a fucking gangster. Like, he just really walked up and said, yeah, he missed the practice. I didn't like his excuse. Fuck him. <laughs> he's off the whole thing. <laughs> it's yeah. done. Him as a Yankee is over with. <laughs> of course. And then you see the kind of year he has. So it's like, it's not, it's not impersonal. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Wolf. Yeah. I... As much as I want the Guardians to win, I can see them putting up a good battle, especially with their pitching staff. If Beaver and McKenzie get some games in, but I, there's just something about the Yankees, with especially when it comes to the AL Central, they just seem to like wipe out the division, especially the Twins, yeah. White Sox, and and on the Guardians that too, to where and they the probably will. It won't be like a maybe a complete sweep. But I don't see them losing, even taking all this time off with the Guardians playing hot streak. Though, there are going to be some close games if the Yankees can't hit. Because the Guardians are a sneaky team, as Chris has proved pretty much every episode of the last like month and a half. <laughs> and if they can get some like, good pitching in, like Ahmed Rosario, 
uh, and Jose Ramirez, those two alone, one guy gets on, one guy smacks them in. You know, the Yankees. That that trade with the Guardians and the Mets. That that trade with the Guardians and the Mets was such a win-win for both sides. Uh, and Jose Ramirez has good numbers against the Yankees. Let's yeah. not forget that he really puts up numbers in Yankee Stadium. I tell you one thing though, man, it would have been nice to have Jose Ramirez. <laughs> I would have took both of them, but whatever. But yeah, I, I see the Yankees. All right, so the last series, the Astros and the Mariners. It's no way. Um, you know what's gonna happen? Quintrell's gonna fucking gonna outpitch Cole in Game One. I like that. Watch. That, How many home runs is he giving? I out? am telling I you right now, Garrett if Garrett, three dongs. if Garrett Cole, no, this is this is what Giancarlo Stanton needs. If there's one thing that Stanton needs, he needs Garrett Cole to shit the bed. And the reason why I say that is because <laughs> when Aaron Judge leaves this team, I made the point before. When Aaron Judge leaves this team, Stanton is going to be looked at as one of the most hated guys in New York, especially if they don't win this year. They they he needs Garrett Cole to suck here. So that he's not the most hated guy in New York. But if Cole doesn't perform, that guy needs to delete his social media. He needs to go to the Kansas City Royals. He needs to <laughs> just, like, hibernate. It's it's done. If you don't perform, it's done. Kermit Cole. Kermit Cole is crazy. Yeah. He might go out like Max Scherzer. Bro, and it's his fault because he just wanted to be in the big moment. But it's just like, dude, like, whatever. The the Astros and the Mariners. Um, I'm going to sit here and say that I think the only thing that plays against the Astros here is that it's a five-game series. Uh, because I can – if Verlander gets rocked like he normally does in the postseason, that's really going to put the Astros on the ropes. Um, because I definitely do think the – the Mariners can steal two from the next pitchers, um, especially if Verlander goes twice. However, the realist in me says that the Astros take care of the Mariners like they did all season. If there was one team that the Mariners couldn't beat in the season, it was the Houston Astros. However, man, it's Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez, I think he's going to hit three bombs. I think he's going to have a really lovely series. I still have um, the Astros in four. But I think Julio Rodriguez really goes off. What you think, Wolf? Uh, you know, normally I would say the Astros, but I'm just gonna go out on a wild limit. I say the Mariners are actually gonna win. I feel like they're like almost like America's team right now, and they're like being a America's team. team. The Seattle Mariners. What a fucking turnaround yeah. <laughs> from the, for those guys. I don't know what it is. There's just I could just see like. It going to like the last second, and Julio or someone like him just steps up. The pitching. Eugenio stands. Suarez hits a fucking grand slam. Honestly, Houston's good, but there are some like Verlander's had some issues in the playoffs in the past. A lot of their starting pitchers haven't seen postseason action. Their bullpen has given up things before, not normally, but like Presley has blown spots before. And with the Mariners playing so hot, I mean, they just set the record for biggest comeback in postseason history. So, I kind of made the mistake counting them out against the Blue Jays. And for some reason, we, you know, you guys kind of joked with it with the Dodgers. You know, it's their error's over. Maybe it's time for the Houston Astros' error to be over. And maybe the Mariners don't want to do it. So, I'm going to take the Mariners. Why not? Holy. Chris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going with the Astros because... The Astros were just overall very consistent this year. I think they have the experience. They have the pitching. They just have a very well-rounded team all around. I think um, you'll see Altuve maybe hit a home run to lead off a game, which we've seen all year, you know, get it started off. I think it's going to be close, though. I think each game will go down to the wire. I think that ultimately – yeah, I just think just, Mariners need one more piece. I don't think this is the year for them. Devontae? I don't think it's the year. Oh, my bad. Nope, no, you're, you're good. good. 
Nope, you're good. Spider no, Man you're shit. good. I was gonna say, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so who's good? Who's good between the both of you guys? But I, <laughs> I don't necessarily think they have the piece to go all the way, but I definitely could see them having at least some, like, success against the Astros. Um, like, it's almost like even the fact that they even got to the playoffs, like, is, is a miracle. So, I'm not saying you're wrong, Chris, but it's like, I'm not talking World Series win. I'm talking at least, you know, maybe a DS win. A crazy playoff. I think after that first round, it kind of like just shook up everything we thought we knew, and just here we are. It's a whole new fucking. Cause it's like realistically in these series, like the Yankees should win, the Astros should win, the Braves should win, and the Dodgers should win. But we just recovered from a fucking series where four teams should win, and none of them did. So. Well, I mean, I guess the not the Rays. Fuck the Rays, but get past Justin Verlander and um, what's the shimmy shimmy dude? I always forget his name. <laughs> the shimmy shimmy dude. <laughs> yeah, lefty. Fuck, coño. What's his name? <laughs> what's the second pitcher's name? Oh, uh, from there. not Valdez. Valdez or Javier? Yes. No, it no, is no, Valdez. 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 The him, yeah. yeah. If they get past both of them, then the Mariners really could just go all the fucking way. And if not, it's gonna be like do or die, and the Astros are really just gonna have to like use all the cameras they can in the game five to win. <laughs> but yo, Astros have just been stacked, and they've just walked on everybody. And you've seen what they've done to the American League in general this whole year. So. I want to give it to the Astros in four. All right, we're out of time. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, so, Wolfie Man, down and away, the New York Mets. I think it's only right. I might as well just start in 1962. No, <laughs> It's just like it's, it's, it's so sad. It's like, another entry. It's just another entry to just the miserable Mets. And it's almost like what everybody talks about us blowing the division. That was bad, but this is like the, like the icing on the cake. William Contreras, that's you know what? That's your song now. Edwin Diaz isn't even going to come back anymore. It's just like we're talking about. It's it's October eighth. Is that what it is? Eighth. Whatever day it is, and we're yeah, already talking about. The, and we're already talking about the off season. It's like, or I am at least. And it's like, well, I mean, I guess all of us are now. And now we can all. I'm back with you guys. We talk about the off season. Yo, yeah, Devonte, hit my music, bro. Next year. Oh, look at him. He's got our favorite. Uh, Go Mets. Favorite, uh, favorite player. Go Mets. He's he's throwing a uh, t-shirt into the crowd. Yo, we're gonna get copyrighted too. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, the the person that has the the own ownership of this, it's actually because it was on one of our videos and it got it popped in the copyright check. But then they said that the the person that owns the rights to it, like either gave us permission or automatically gives people permission. So that's fine. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. I like that. I like that. So I don't want to hear that song ever again. Okay. <laughs> no, we got we got to we're closing the show with that. So after we're done with this segment, we are closing the show with that. But, but it's it's crazy. It's like I, I, I can't even. I, we're already into the off season, and that's the nuts. There's, there's nothing more. To do. <laughs> yeah, man. I just I can't believe like Chris Chris kind of just predicted the fall in New York, uh, New York Yankees fans. You guys that are watching, just hang on to your seats tightly. Uh, don't worry, your time is coming for a down and away segment. Uh, but. Well, who else got an opinion on the Mets? If not, you know, Devontae, you know, you're going to have to cue that music. We're going to have to end the show off, right? There's always a next to you, unfortunately. So he's next to you. My bad. You were saying? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. 
to another edition of the Built Different Podcast. This was the death of the Mets. Go New York. Fuck the Mets. To my boy Wolfie. Fuck the Mets. We love you, Wolf. Word. Thank you for watching. Like, subscribe, everything. Sell your soul to us. <laughs> Devontae's girl's looking at him like he's next crazy. Year. <laughs> next year. <laughs> Let's get it.